What's up, what's up? Welcome back to Kicking It with Cornelius and Courtney. This episode, we're going to be talking about intimacy and sex in a marriage. Mm. What that looks like and how much is too much. Is there such thing as too much? Mm. <laughs> all of that. But before we jump right into it, we got to say thank y'all so much for all the support on the last episode. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, at the time of this, I think we got like 300 something downloads or plays. So yeah, y'all eating it up. We appreciate it. You got to keep it coming with the fire. Yeah, yeah. So we're just going to hop right into it. So intimacy. And the definition is described as close familiar... Familiarity. There you go. Our friendship. (laughs) How important do you think intimacy is in a marriage? I think without intimacy, you struggle. I think intimacy intimacy is the foundation. So I would say it's... I say it's everything. I I would agree. I think think so too. Mm -hmm. I think... When you don't have it, then everything else probably feels off in a in a relationship. Yeah, I mean, because you could be friends, right? <clears throat> and, and friendship, because you could, So intimacy is at different levels too, right? You think about it. Like, I think to develop any level of friendship or relationship, there's some level of intimacy, mm-hmm. some level of connection. But I think what we're talking about more when it comes to marriage, you know, when you talk about intimacy and sex, it's, it's like the deep, one of the deepest levels you can find. Yeah, I agree. Like, and I think that that word closeness, like sometimes I think people don't realize even in a marriage, you you can feel not close to your partner. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, and it's actually an easy thing to do, I think, as you're going about your life, if you don't make each other Especially priority. if you got careers, you got kids, you got pets, you yeah. know, you got other hobbies. And sometimes, you know, y'all might have different things that you care about. Right. Some people may care about sports, some may care about reality TV, you feel me, and like, yeah. Just the different interests alone could, could create a little bit of separation. Like you said, sometimes people don't even realize that it's happening. Right. I know for, for us that that was the case about a year ago. Um, I think it was just in the season of our lives where we just were working a lot. And, yeah, life. you know, life and the conversations that we were having were always about bills, kids, the move coming mm-hmm. up, like household mm-hmm. things. It was never about like. How was your day or, you know, spending that intimate time together? And I know I came to him and I was like, I love that we are friends, but I feel like we too friendly. Like, it's yeah. too much of a homeboy, homegirl thing. It's more on. like a business arrangement, right? Like, it's like yeah. we were running a business through life. You know what? As a matter of fact, we had just launched Simply Chains, mm-hmm. um, my online business. And I think that's what it was. Yeah. A lot of it was just so centered around taxes and marketing and promotion that the the romance kind of fell by the wayside. yeah. yeah. So I know, so I'll let them, you tell them what you did to kind of like solve that when I came to you and told you that that was an issue. Yeah. So intimacy is a big deal. You know what I'm saying? And one of my biggest, you know, things that I always not necessarily fear what want to be cautious of is ensuring that we don't have that separation. So when uh, she brought that information to me, I was like, okay, cool. What we'll start doing since we are, you know, still growing multiple different businesses and have all these other things going on, we'll start doing date night at least once a week. Mm-hmm. And by date night, I mean it's just, just you know, me and her. So, and that date night, you know, date night could be a, a, a bunch of different things, right? Because some people may hear, oh, date night, you know, we ain't got the money to, to be going out every week. Mm-hmm. Date night could be, sometimes we, we, we literally packed lunch, you know what I'm saying, or dinner, mm-hmm. and we went to the beach. You feel me? We went right. by a pond or something, you know, if y'all ain't by a beach, or we just set up a picnic. Yeah. 
And for those of you who have kids, in the beginning of our marriage, um, we had kind of got away from mm-hmm. date nights for a while. Yeah. But in the beginning of our marriage, we used to have in-home date nights where we yep. would do like yep. um, dinner and I kind of would set it up with candles yep. or sometimes we put would the do kids like to bed, go put, to the yeah, room. a massage. So don't think just because you have kids that that intimacy has to has to die because that is yeah. not the case. Hey, you know what? Speaking of kids, <laughs> kids can be a huge barrier to intimacy. Mm. Kids can be a huge barrier to intimacy, <laughs> and people don't want to talk about that. A lot of people don't. They'd yeah. be like, "No, kids are such a blessing," and they are, and they are. Not saying that kids are not, but you are right. That's why you know we'll do that on another episode. But yeah. that's why it's well, you know, it's important with intimacy to make sure that you set that time aside for your partner, and then the time that y'all spend together as a kid with the kids, with because the kids, if yeah. not. It'll bleed over and you'll realize that your whole life is just parenting and you're not making time for one another. So you have to intentionally make each other like a priority. Speaking of that, like just thinking about what types of things keep intimacy alive. Because I think Mm -hmm. when people hear that word, they're just like, you know, they talk about how in the beginning of a marriage or in the beginning of a relationship, you kind of have that butterfly feeling and you're just like so in love with this person. And then over time, it's almost like, Y'all can find each other at odds over different things. Small things. Yeah, small. Yeah, you're right about that. Small stuff things. that don't even matter. Yeah, in the big scheme of things, it, it doesn't. Yeah. And um, you know, if you're not careful, then you realize that if you don't make it a priority, it creates such a rift in your relationship that right. it's kind of hard to even get back to that place of genuinely being head over heels in love with your spouse. So let me let me let me paint a picture. I, I love talking in stories, right? So like, imagine being on a boat. A tiny boat, and you out in the middle of the sea, but everything is calm, right? Some people may still be a little bit nervous, right, because of the depth of the water, not knowing what's out there, mm-hmm. and that's kind of like life and relationships. You don't know what's going to happen on the next turn, but imagine being out in the ocean in the middle of the sea on a small boat in the middle of a storm, right, because in your relationship, is full of chaos. You got all these turmoil and all these other issues going on, and that's kind of like what happens, so you got to intentionally set the time aside for each other, like even... Aside from the times where we do date night, you know, we'll come in and before we go to bed, we watch the show together. Mm, that's like our thing. Every night. Yeah. You feel me? Regardless of what time it is. Even if we end up falling asleep on the show, we end up, <laughs> we at least make the attempt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So every day you got to make time for your partner to keep the intimacy in the relationship. Yeah. And I think for, I think you have to know your spouse too, because what, what really may make someone feel close to you or connect John level intimacy may not be the same for right. for someone else. Yeah. Um, and I think that comes in so many forms. Like, um, I think I read this thing on Pinterest so, like years ago, and it completely changed my perspective on just marriage or relationships in general. What's that? And it said, um, there's a million ways to say I love you, but if you're not careful, you'll focus on the only one, which is the verbal one. Mm, and that's deep. Yeah, and it was because all of a sudden I looked throughout the day and I realized that my husband told me he loved me a million times a day and he never even had to keep saying, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. Mm. And that can come in the form of like, hey, put on your seatbelt. That's love. That's saying I want you to be safe. I want you to be okay. I don't want anything to happen to you, right? Um, Him opening a car door, him saying, no, baby, I got that. Um, A soft, like, pat on the back or like a squeeze of the shoulder just letting somebody touching know that you're there touching the butt <laughs> which is always a big one right ladies because you know they be popping it way too hard and you like what but then at the same time let him walk past and don't pop it it's right. gonna be a problem but i think all of those things and then for my husband he's not like 
that much of I'm more of the verbal one, I would say. Yeah, I'm more of a see, and it kind of come back to taking the time to figure out your love language. And I think once we really figure that out, I mean, we've always had really, you know, what I mean, good relation, like good communication between us. But when we figured out the love language, like I think to me that took things to the next level because. At least for me, I had a better understanding of how to create that intimacy properly for my for my woman. Yeah, and I'll link a um a quiz below for those of you guys who don't know what we're talking about when we say love languages. There are five of them, mm. um, and there's a book that really delves into what that means. What's your love language? Because a lot of people don't even know how they want to be loved. Yep. Let alone like trying to love somebody else. So, let me. I'm sorry to interrupt, honey. Let me. Uh, so we we also went on like marriage retreats. Mm-hmm. Um. And what we learn in the marriage retreats, we'll sometimes take and just apply with ourselves. You feel what I'm saying? Like, there are certain activities that we'll do, and is it what, a week long? Yeah. About a week long, but we, we, hey, we, we kids went to the, you know, a very trusted mm-hmm. sitter, which was like, you know, family. Well, not everybody can be trusted in the family either, yeah. but let's say topic can is. <laughs> uh, but we, we, you know, we took that time for a week to just have our, our time. You feel yeah. me? Sometimes we'll go fishing at nighttime. Yeah, you know, because yeah. that's my thing. So it's just a, y'all got to find out ways to figure out, like, like she said, it ain't always about saying I love you. Because after a while, I mean, it's just words. But what? How do you? How do you prove that? How do you show that? Mm-hmm. And understanding the five love languages can definitely, definitely, definitely help you out if you if you uh, apply it. Yeah, and that's for people even in a relationship. Are being single and just wanting to be in a relationship, you should definitely know. How you expect yeah. and how you want to be loved. How to love yourself. Yeah. So I'll definitely, like I said, link that quiz below so you guys can go take that and find out what your love language is and ask your partner to um to do the same because that was definitely yeah big for us. And once you learn what the languages are, you got to be open to communication, right? Because, uh, you know, sometimes you people say, oh, well, what are some of the signs that intimacy has fallen off? Or how do I know? Oh, you know, mm-hmm. right? And it's it's so subtle, though. Right, it's think about like a, a crack in a bucket that's full of water. It don't come out all at once. Mm-hmm. It seeps over time, and then when you ain't you you finally turn around and pay attention, half of the water gone. And intimacy can be like that. So you have to be very attentive to it, um, and don't let life get in the way. And that's tough. Yeah, it's tough. it is tough. And I and for me, I would just say like try your best. Um, hopefully this is saying that you went into your relationship being yourself and not pretending to be anything else, but try your best to be that person that your spouse fell in love with. I think so many times we forget, like you fell in love with this person for a reason, Mm -hmm. whether it was because this person is spontaneous or this person is funny or this person is serious. You like the way they talk, they walk, whatever it was, you fell for this person for a reason and you wanted to commit your life to them for a reason. So don't stop being the person that your spouse fell in love with. Yeah. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, you know, over and it, well, I'll say this. It's not crazy because I think over time with different stresses and just growing your age, you do change as a person. But I'm saying like the core of who you are. Yeah, I mean, but even some people just, we're going to, we always told y'all we're going to keep it real. Some people just let they self go. Yeah, that's true. And that's a huge, listen, I've talked to some people. Uh, who their relationship and intimacy was falling off because the partner gained like a 80 to 100 pounds or something like that, right? Um, but they were afraid to talk to their spouse about the weight. You feel me? So it was like the wife would be like, hey, well, why are we not intimate? Why we don't do the sex, you know? And it was kind of like, oh, I'm just not in the mood. But really, 
Yeah. And that's a tough one because yeah. I, I can already imagine like people probably gonna be rolling their eyes that they don't want to hear that. But that's real. At the same time, that can be. And you know, I I will say this. Um, I'm in a group on Facebook. I'm not gonna say the name because I don't have permission. So I'll see if I have permission to say the name. But in any case, it's a it's a wife's group where I've connected with these amazing women over the years, and I know for them. Um, I remember a story a while back where a lady did say that she kind of wasn't attracted to her husband. Mm um for several reasons and we joke about it the beard factor right ladies but it's like when your man got the beard versus when he cuts it off it's like you know completely different not saying you're not attracted to the person but one is like dang that's sexy and one is like dang what happened why you cut that off grown man and boy man (laughs) and boy man (laughs) and man boy (laughs) um Uh, so yeah you know um i think a lot of people don't want to hear that but that is true like and i think it illuminates too because to be mm. fair um you know, there are different reasons. Obviously, there's health reasons that right. people can gain yeah. weight, yeah. Um, which does play into intimacy, too. Mm-hmm. Because regardless of whether a person wants to talk about it or not, like when you have different um, ailments that are in your body, it does sometimes affect your sex life. It does sometimes affect yeah. the sometimes intimacy. Sometimes you can't get it up. Yeah, and, and that, exactly. Or like you can't get it lubricated. Yeah, so I think um, a lot of times, like he said, that communication has to take place to find different ways because yeah. a partner can feel like, I don't want to come to this person and tell them this. And obviously, it's ways to say it. Like, when I had gained weight, like, he would ask me, like, hey, do you want to go ride the bikes? Or yeah. do you want to go walk? It wasn't like... You know, damn. <laughs> like, damn, girl, you got big. Yeah. It wasn't like that. Um, but, you know, that's a part of understanding my, my spouse, too. Like, I know if I came to her and be like, yo, you gain a bunch of weight. One, that just sound rude. Mm-hmm. Right. But then that, I just know that wouldn't be received properly. And plus, that would set that would set things back. So instead of coming at it like that, I found creative ways Mm-hmm. That we can still bond and use our one-on-one time, but then still add some physical activity in there. You feel me? Now, if she picked it up or not, that was on her. But at least I was making, you know, some effort. Yeah. And I and I think that's tough, too, because for us, I don't I don't think it affected... You can correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it affected our nah. sex life, our intimacy when I did mm-hmm. um, gain weight. Well, However... I didn't even really realize it until... We look back on pictures. Yeah, like, it's, you know, seep in the bucket, right? Yeah. But it, it's more that's connected to that, too, that we'll get into another yeah. um episode yeah. as far as, like, eating disorders and stuff like that. So it was more so just having my back. But intimacy and that closeness, that's part of it. Can you have those tough conversations with your spouse? Hmm. Can you go to your spouse and freely say, hey, I don't like this, and I feel like this is messing with my attraction to you? Or I feel like, and that's not always like looks. That can even be like having an attitude. Yeah. Um, cause he always jokes about this, but he'd be like, "Oh, I could tell when you want some because your whole attitude." Changed. Yeah, you getting spicy. <laughs> and for those who don't know what that means, that's like saying like when I'm short or when I'm like snappy. Yeah. So after he'd be like, "Uh huh," like I know what you need. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> it literally be like that, right? So that goes back into what we were saying, like, how do you notice it? Like, you can notice when something's off or when y'all don't feel close with each other. Like, um, I don't think it's normal to always be snapping and arguing at each other every single day, every minute of the day. Uh, you know, no, because that, te- that, you know, so intimacy being four parts, right? You got uh, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual. And when you start, you know, having disagreements all the time, like, that affects people emotionally mm-hmm. and mentally. 
And then once those two are off, you are only 50% in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then, like, you know, some people ponder the thoughts. Oh, man, you know, we got into an argument. He said this. She said this. Oh, I wonder if they really mean it. But then the person come apologize. You may accept it the first time, but then it keep happening the same thing over and over. And after a while, it's like, you know what? Now you start to lose that physical attraction mm-hmm. because the mental and the emotional is off. Right, right. And some people will try to hold on to that last little physical part because everything else is off. Yeah, and that's sex all they have. is not the answer, people. Yeah. Sex is not the answer. Uh, you know, when we were younger, we first got married, we'll get into many arguments, right? We don't really argue now. We get into disagreements, right? Mm-hmm. We, we're a lot more mature, but we get into arguments. And the next thing you know, we're going about our day and then boom, boom, boom. You know, we have a makeup, makeup sex, you know, we thought everything was great. Mm-hmm. But all we did was suppress the root of the problem. So the next time we got into an argument, the argument got bigger. Yeah, because it just came right back up. Yeah. Everything that we had not discussed and everything that we had not talked about. Yeah. So now, don't get me wrong, we still have the makeup sex, but it's after the conversation. Correct. It's after whatever needs to be said is said. Yeah. You, you don't just... If we can give y'all some advice, please do not try to patch issues with sex. Mm-hmm. Sex is important in intimacy. Yes, I, I, I agree and I do understand that. But sex is far better when all the other aspects mm-hmm. of intimacy is better. That's a whole episode in itself right there. That is, that's, ooh, I like that. Yeah, se- yeah. Sex, you know, some people talk about how people go have one night stands, right? Mm-hmm. That ain't intimacy. That's just sex. You feel me? Because you you just trying to get off. You ain't really got no... It ain't much of a whatever. Right. But when you take the time to learn the person's body, how that body respond, you feel Mm. me? Like, what strokes is a good strokes when to speed it up, when to slow it down, what a touch, what a lick, what a... Like, yo, you you tapping into something. Yeah, take it to a whole new level. Yeah. And we say that too, like, um, you know, obviously we have a lot of married friends and just we talk to like a lot of married couples at work or whatever and... That's like the number one problem I hear a lot of people have is sex. Mm-hmm. Whether mm-hmm. it's like too high of a sex drive, too low of a sex drive, whether it's for health reasons or just because they don't want to, because mm-hmm. they're not interested anymore. Like we hear it all. And that's always weird to me because I feel like the longer you get married, the more, the better sex should be. Should. Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's talk about that. Right. So how much does sex affect our intimacy? Um, I'm not going to lie for me. It's a big part. Like, I sex is probably like a high fifty five percent, a high fifty five percent, like of of like intimacy for me because like yeah, I'm I'm pretty at that too. Yeah, it's just how how much closer can you get to your spouse than literally? Yeah, you know that level. Like you just and there's other ways to do it. Granted, like um. Like I said, a touch are different ways like that. But for me, sex plays a huge part in intimacy. Cuddling. Cuddling, yeah, but sh- shoot. I mean, I'm just saying. No, yeah, I feel you. It's, it's a pretty high part for me. I would say, like, you know, sex, How, do, how you know, the same question for me is how much does sex affect our intimacy? I, I say a huge part because the way we do it, and, you know, not trying to put nobody down, but we just learn what worked for us. You feel mm-hmm. me? So, but the way we do it, we intimate, intimate prior to and then we're intimate during sex, and then we're intimate after sex. Yeah. So it's like a rollover effect. You feel what I'm saying? So for me, like, we got it right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, and that goes into knowing your partner's love language, too, because um, 
like I said, I want to do like a whole episode on like what makes what makes good sex because mm. I think so many people think it's just physical and it's so much more. Yeah. But I will say, we can get in on that. yeah, we can. I will say since we're already talking about um the topic of just like sex and intimacy, for me, I feel like knowing your partner's love language ties into your sex life because. Like, I'll say my love language is words of affirmation. I'm physical touch and he's, quality time. Yeah, he's physical touch and quality time. So, for him, it's like he don't care what I'm doing. When it comes to, like, 8, 9 o'clock, he's like, yo, drop all of that because I want to spend time together. Yeah. So, um, and he's a very physical, like, hands-on person. For me, I'm words of affirmation. So, I hate quiet sex. Yeah. And when and he, like I said, he's not that much of a verbal person. So, when we first got married, he wouldn't talk. Like, he mm-hmm. wouldn't talk. And I used to be like, say something. <laughs> I wouldn't talk. I would try to have my boxes on. Yeah. I have a tank top with socks. Bro, I was like, who have you been messing with? Like, not even trying to be funny. Like, seriously, like, who goes for that? Because I was not going for that. Like, she was like, take it off. All of it. Take <laughs> all, all of it, it off. All of it. The no. socks, too. I'm like, my feet go. Take the socks off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, like I said, that plays into, like, the intimacy for me. Like, I'm even a light song type of person because, yeah. like, I want to see... I want to hear. I need that verbal affirmation. Yeah, because... you used to ask me, like, is this even good to you? Yeah. I was like, yeah, why you ask me that? Because you ain't make no noise. You just, you ain't talking. You just looking. Silent. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, dang. Yeah, yeah. And that just, I mean, we told that we was going to be real on this show. Like, that's just what it is. But now, shoot. Like I said, I ain't gonna, I'm, I'm going to hold back some stuff so y'all can make sure y'all stay tuned for that episode that we do on hmm. what is good sex. Um, I'm write that in my notes right now so we don't forget. But it plays a huge a huge part for me. Yeah. And we open with it. You feel me? Like we talk about like what do you like? What would you like to try? What mm-hmm. what, what 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 is it that you don't like that I do? How can I do it better? Yeah. You feel me? And I, I'm really blessed, I think, by by the gods. You know, and a lot <laughs> of No, I mean, you know, <laughs> on a serious note, I, I really believe that in a lot of aspects. Yeah. And I, I feel like, you know, you still have to, regardless of how good you are, you still got to be able to ask those questions because you want to, so I'm very much a pleaser. You feel me? Like, I I want you to feel good while we're doing this. You feel me? More than I want to feel good myself. Um, And I think, you know, I would say you the same. So in doing that, like we, we building a bridge a hundred percent across. So we got to overlap. Yeah. And I think that's what makes our stuff so good. And that's important, too, because I feel like a lot of times um, while we're talking about intimacy and sex, a lot of times I feel like a lot of women feel like sex is more so for the man. Mm. Or I see women who like afterwards be like, yo, that was whack. And in my brain, I'd be like, but why you sat there and accepted that the whole time? time? Like (laughs) married or not, but especially in married relationships, like you should not be married to anybody that you cannot look in their eyes and be like, "Mm -mm." mm-mm. Slide to the left, slide to the right. Take it back one time. We've done that literally in the middle. (laughs) Yes. Like in the, yo, why you move your hips like that? Yeah. Go back the other way. Yeah, yeah. You have to. Because if not, I feel like you're just going to be like, and and not, I've heard it, like I said, like people, that's when you get to work and they like, man, he whack, he got this, you know what I'm saying, he only lasted two minutes, like they just dogging him out. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but, you know, I think part of that, like you said, is just having that uh, that communication with yeah. your spouse, yeah. especially while we on that, mm-hmm. affecting intimacy is talking to somebody else about your relationship instead of your spouse. Oh, yeah, Lord. Now, that's the big one. Y'all got to be careful with that. Yeah. Y'all got to be careful with that. But you also got to know your person. 
Like, you feel what I'm saying? Like, you also got to know your person. Like, some people ask for advice from their friends for, you know, about sex and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think that's more like a woman thing. I Personally, I don't, I don't know. I'm not a woman. But I feel like that's, when you start talking like, you just can't be belittling the person. You feel me? Like, you got issues, you come to that person, you're like, look, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, it ain't getting, you know, as, as drippy as it used to. We need to, I don't know, get, let's buy some lubricant. Mm-hmm. Or let's, you know, oh, well, you know, females to the male. Or it ain't hard as it used to. Or you, you, you come in too fast. Okay, well, there's things out there where you can use to kind of, like, alter that. You mm-hmm. feel me? We've even had a conversation. Hey, look, how much sex, how much time should sex last for us? Yeah. You feel me? Because, uh, you know, some days, you know, long time is a good time. The other days, like, okay, let's, let's speed this up. Yeah, because for me, I feel like, I don't know, the older we get, the more I'm just like, anything over like 20 minutes is unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> and I ain't talking about like foreplay and all the other stuff. And I'm talking about like just the act of yeah. it. But to go back to what I was saying about the communication, I feel like sometimes when you start talking to other people instead of talking to your spouse about like sex, yeah. But even about arguments and different things, that yeah. plays a part in your intimacy because you feel like you got it off your chest. I know I used to be like that. Didn't. Yeah, I used to feel like, okay, I vented this person, mm-hmm. I got it off my chest, but then let him do one thing and oh my gosh, all of a sudden it was like, last week you did it. It's because you ain't talked to the person you got a problem with. Yeah. That's that's where it come in. Yeah. So like, you know, it's a bunch of different marriage uh, statistics out there that talk about, like, how much the average couple have sex. I think it ended up being, what, like, once a week when we looked it up? It said, yeah, so 25% of married couples had sex once a week. 16% had sex two or three times a week. Mm. And 5% had sex four or more times per week. I think we in the upper category. For for us, um, we try to do it as much as possible. And yes. by as much as possible, we mean as much as possible. Um, yeah. We are two people who have a very high sex drive. I, I would complain if we don't. He do. Like, literally, if we have sex on Monday and then Wednesday night hit, he'll be like, we ain't had sex in weeks. And I'd be like, yeah, we It'd just had sex feeling Monday. like that. <laughs> like, even when her cycle come on, you feel me? We we take a break uh, for the most part doing that. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, how much time you got on that? Yeah, like literally, he's like that. I know most women <laughs> probably gonna be like, "Dang, he can't wait." No, no, he's literally like that. How much longer you got on that? Yeah, like we and I don't know. I think every person is not like that. Obviously, yeah, yeah. everybody has different sex drives. Yeah. So you have to, I guess, know your spouse. So what do you think about scheduling sex? Ah, uh, for me, <laughs> for me, for me personally, it's a no. Yeah. I feel like I would hate to schedule sex. Yeah. I- I don't want to schedule no sex. I just want to be spontaneous and rambunctious and, you know, hey, you know, I feel like that's, I think that enhances the intimacy when it's the unknown. Yeah, I think so too. Like when it's just initiated out the blue. Because I'm the kind of person who'll wake you up. Like, (laughs) yes. I'm the kind of person who will wake you up, like fall asleep if you want to, like roll around and and try to grab me from behind and cuddle if you want to. Like, okay, so clearly you want to have sex. Mm. Like, that's just me. Like, so I don't, I don't know. I don't think I could schedule it, but I kind of do want to do a social experiment and and like schedule it for like the next like 30 days. I want to like schedule sex. Yeah. Like it could be as often. Let's just schedule it. Like different times. Even different places? Like, we could do different schedule places. Schedule it for two weeks. Like, we meet up or something? We could. Like, I don't know you? I mean, that could be one. We role playing? 
I pick you up from a bar. <laughs> from a bar. I kind of like it. I think we should like, and even if it's at home, like I think we should just be like this time at like, but we can make it spontaneous at the same time. Like this time at ten fourteen, we gonna have sex. So then, no matter what we doing, like gotta we know rush. we gotta drop. Oh shit! I'm running late. <laughs> I think we should like for the next two weeks, and then like. Well, see, I think even even with that, we so silly. We'll <laughs> we'll make it fun. You feel me? We'll find a way to make it fun. Yeah, yeah. We'll make it fun. So I think we should. I think that'll be cool if yeah. we did like we scheduled sex for. But two see, weeks I think ago. I think we can make that work, and it still be you know interactive. You feel me? Like I think it still just be really spontaneous. Yeah, it's just, it depends on y'all, man. Like. Schedule sex can be fun. You just got to make it fun. Yeah. But you got to have that intimacy and that relationship with your partner to be able to do all that. Right. So we definitely, like, would suggest that now that you guys, you know, have somewhat of an understanding of what intimacy is, regardless if you've been married for one month, five years, uh, 20 years, years, this week, make it a priority. Like, we challenge you guys to make it a priority to work on your intimacy. Tell us something in the comments that you guys are going to do this week that can help you feel closer to your spouse. Yeah. That could be something as simple as writing an I love you letter. Yeah. That could be something yeah. as simple as let me hug you for 15 seconds. Mm-hmm. Asking lunch, taking flowers to work. Yeah, simple. And man like flowers too, ladies. Yes. I'm just going to throw that out there. Yeah. I'm just going to throw that out there. Cologne. Yeah. Like. It didn't even. Y'all got to think too. Like you, people think flowers. Oh, man. I can go buy her. Pick some flowers out the yard, man. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Keep it simple. Just make an effort. Yeah. So tell us what you're going to do to make that effort this week with your with your spouse and with your partner. Like we said, we appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Spray her favorite scent on her pillow before she get ready to go to bed. That part. That part. So you giving them like secret tips. Oh, now. yeah. It's supposed, to, <laughs> it's supposed to wait to the next one for that You giving them like secrets. But yeah, we hope that you guys <laughs> are loving the podcast so far. Please don't forget to rate it on Apple and leave a review. Reviews are like gold in the podcast gold, industry. Baby. Like you have no idea. Um, we're really trying to grow this podcast, and hopefully, it reaches who it's supposed to reach. Yeah. And it has an impact. And you guys see that um, it's another young married couple out there doing the best they can too. Yeah, most definitely, man. We always appreciate y'all stepping in and continue to chill with us, man, and vibe out. And uh, like I said, we want to keep this thing lit for y'all. So. Also, let us know, you know, what type of comments, you know, what type of things y'all want to hear. Yeah. Uh, so we can bring it to the channel. And as always, you can find us on Instagram, Cornelius.Courtney. We're also on TikTok. And you can email us at Meet the Gambles with any questions or topics that you guys have. All right. Peace. Peace.